Good morning, my brothers and sisters. It is July the 9th, 2020, and it is the 117th day of the virus. And we are going to ask a question today, is what would cause a fisherman, a boatman, what would cause him to get out of the boat? So we're in a story, an account of Jesus and eventually Peter walking on the water. I don't know what what the title would be more impactful. Jesus walks on water, that's what it says in my Bible, or Peter walks on water. So this is Matthew chapter 14. We're going to start in verse 22. We're going to end in verse 29. Uh, And the scene is they had just finished feeding the 5,000 long day, tired, the disciples take a boat back, and Jesus walks on water. Immediately, he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed them, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat, by this time, was a long way from land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. You know, stop right there. Uh, So we have a storm, we have tiredness, we have a lot of wind. And then Jesus comes to them walking on the sea, demonstrating a miracle, obviously, and obviously, la-di-da, miracle overcoming gravity and surface tension and sovereignty over his creation. So some pretty heavy stuff that's easy to just blast on by. But that's what we're going to do today. We're blasting on by it. And then we have their response. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. And they said, it is a ghost, and they cried out in fear. So just the point from this is, not only did they have fear on the inside, they had fear on their on the outside. Fear came out of their mouths, and they cried out in fear with words, but also this, this other utterance here, this uh, scream kind of thing going on. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, take heart. And why do you say that? Because they had lost heart. It is I, I am. Do not be afraid. And then our verse for today, Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. Peter got out of the boat and walked on water and came to Jesus. So, back to our question. What would cause a a boatman, a man who relied on boats for his living and his life, because that can be a very nasty little sea there, the Sea of Galilee, what would cause him to get out of the boat? And most interesting to me is Peter asks the Lord. So, the Lord makes a revelation. We talked about that yesterday. He said, ego and me, it is I, I am. He refers back to the... Um, the, the passage in Moses where Moses says, hey, what, what's your name? And he says, "I it is the I am. And he, he certainly alludes to it here. And I think Peter clearly gets the message because if he doesn't, what is he doing getting out of the boat? 
So he says, command me to come to you. Peter asks to be put under command. So let's just talk about a boat for a second. It is a very valuable thing. If you had a boat that would seat uh, 12 people today, uh, it would be a very valuable thing. And it would offer you protection and it would uh, maybe give you your livelihood if you if you fished on it in a in a big way. And we find in the story today that Peter abandons a perfectly good boat. And why does he do this? There's only one thing that makes him do this, and that and and that's he's gonna vote with his feet uh, and reject the boat in, in a certain sense and vote for uh, and vote for the Lord. So it's a little ironic, as you've heard the saying, is, Lord, the ocean is so big and my boat is so small. That's not in the Bible. It's just a saying. But Peter, adding to that, so I'm going to get out of this boat. But but what is the thing that makes him get out? It's the command of the Lord. He says, I'm not going to do this unless you tell me to do this. And you're the same guy who fed the 5,000, turned the water into wine, and heals all these people, and raised that little girl but if you say so, I will do it. Now, we have to talk just for a second about testing. Uh, this is generally not a thing to test the Lord, not a good thing to test the Lord. Bible speaks against that in, in other places. But the Lord does not rebuke Peter uh, in that sort of a way. So this is not a testing of the Lord. This is Peter asking to come under the command of the Lord. He's Peter's saying, I'm asking you to call me to this. If you are who you say you are, if you are the I am, then command me. Or I think a better way to understand it is because you are who you are. I think this is an act of an, an act of Peter's uh, faithfulness. We're going to get to his faithlessness uh, probably tomorrow. But he asks to be under his command. Now, this is the time when Peter really demonstrates his leadership. If you want to see it in full fruition, read First Peter and, and, and Second Peter. Peter turns from being a very raw person to being an excellent uh, Christian leader. And isn't it that the best human leaders are those who know how to be under command? So is it something we can ask today, Lord? I want to be under your command. If you command me to, to use of my time, if you command me to, if you call me to uh, the use of my gifts, or if you call me to uh, work on this aspect of my character, uh, I am I am going to do this. So I think this is instructive for us as well. I don't think this is a cautionary tale. I think this is... If we understand who the Lord is, who he really is, if he is who he says he is, then we can be commanded by him with confidence that he has the best for us. So what would cause a fisherman, a boatman to get out of the boat? It's only a very, very big Lord. And if we understand that, then we're being then we would be willing to be commanded by him.